Hi, and welcome to Matt Holman Talks Mental Health, the podcast where I have the opportunity to sit down and chat to amazing humans about their journeys and their life with mental health. For this episode, I'm so happy to introduce Dave Rogers to the conversation. Welcome, Dave. It's great to join you, Matt. I'm really privileged to be able to join you today. Oh, you're more than welcome. Uh, lovely to see you um, and to meet you virtually. We've not met in person, um, unfortunately, yet. One day it will happen, I'm sure. Um, but just very quick introduction from my side. So Dave and I, we've met through a mutual connection. One of my team, actually, or one of the team at Simpler has introduced me to Dave and uh, said, you need to chat to him, have a conversation, find out a bit more about his journey. And that's why we're here. So Dave, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yes, yeah, so I'm Dave Rogers. I'm Chief Business Explorer at Fueled, Fit and Fired Up. And I use my curiosity to help people build better businesses. Brilliant. Chief Business Explorer. I love that. Excellent. <laughs> so um, we'll, we'll no doubt delve into that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the purpose of these conversations, of course, is to learn a bit more about who you are, why you do what you do, why you're passionate about what you do. So I'm going to ask you to tell us a bit of a story. Tell us a bit of a journey, Dave. Tell us a bit about your journey with mental health. Yeah, so I think mine, I'll, I'll probably wind back about... It's coming up to three and a half years now, and I, uh, as we were discussing before we, we we went live, I spent 27 years in the, in working for corporate PLCs. Um, you know, really enjoyable career, lots of you know, lots of lots of highs, lots of lows, all of those sort of things. But as I got to uh, December 2019, I just had this feeling where I was just tired of being tired, and I think a lot of people who are hopefully. Lit- listening to this can probably resonate that when you're on that hamster wheel of corporate life and so I took a decision at that point that I needed to do something different and so I was thinking right I need to exercise better I need to eat healthier and that's what I started doing the usual you know new year new me January resolutions that we, that we all commit to um, and yeah that's that's where it started in, in, in the January and then of course fast forward a couple of months into March 2020 and the whole world goes into in, into lockdown, and in some respects, it was possible. You know, uh, I, I don't I don't believe in um, in in luck per se. I always say it's sort of preparation meets meets opportunity. But I certainly think in that instance that my decision, the timing of it was just so important for me and 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 people around me that, that I took that decision to focus on my on my health at that point. Brilliant. So, so that focus point. So, so coming in 2020. So, you, there was obviously a difference between those two times when you sort of said, "I'm tired of being tired." I think that's quite an interesting quote you made there, or statement you made there. Can you describe? So, when you say you were tired of being tired, so that was something that was around for a long time, was it, or was that something that just sort of all of a sudden there was a convergence of a moment in time? Yeah, I, I think it's one of those times. I think reflection is always important, isn't it? And I think. When you, when I reflect back on that time, I think I then reflected back over the 27 years of my, you know, of my, of my career since then, and I think there were certainly other times where I'd reached that that point. Yeah. Um, but this time it was a, it was almost a, as you say, it was probably a culmination of it happening, you know, once every, you know, two or three years, or or, or at a specific points when it's busy, or you know, you're having difficult times in 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 life and work, and I think. Yeah, that that December that December twenty nineteen moment was very much a. I really need to do something, and again, I think you know, I, I think age may have played a part in that as well. You know, sort of, you know, get you know, I was in my 
Um, I'm still, still, still just about in my late forties, uh, but you know, I was in my late, in my late forties at that point, and you sort of go right. Actually, I need to think about my long term, yeah, sort of health a little bit, a, a little bit more, and you know, that that moment where you take that sort of, um, I suppose, mid midlife moment to to refocus on what you're doing, uh, and that's led to a number number of other changes in my life as well as the the, the, the health journey, really. Um, I find it's fascinating because there's there must have been a moment where you took notice properly. You woke. It's almost like an awakening, isn't it, to the reality? Yeah. And and do you remember what happened or what changed that? Did you? I don't know. Let's let me just throw out a, a thought. Did you look in the mirror? Did you read something? Did you hear something? Did somebody say something? What what sort of changed your your mind? It, it's it's really strange. So I'm, I've all no matter where I've worked. Um, where, where, where I've worked in a multi-floor office, I've, I've always taken the stairs. You know, never. I'm, you know, it didn't matter whether I was on the fourth floor, fifth floor, first, second, doesn't matter. And I remember going into the office where I was working and I walked up two flights of stairs and actually got to the top of the stairs and I thought, I'm really out of breath here. Right. And it wasn't, and I, and I wasn't particularly, um, I wouldn't say I was particularly unfit, you know, yeah. But I certainly wasn't as fit as I am now, and and, and 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 perhaps should have been. And there was a moment where I thought to myself, I need to do something about this. And 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 then it's you sort of again, as you said, there's that moment where you start thinking about it a little bit more and reflecting, and then you go, actually, it's not just about me being physically tired; it's about me being men- mentally tired, mm-hmm. and yeah. and you know, and and sort of I suppose cognitive fatigue, and all of those sort of things that that weren't necessarily even three years ago three four years ago it weren't as prevalent in the corporate workplace as as they are as they are now since probably that since covid and uh, and things like that and i think that was probably that moment where i went right i need to do something about this yeah. you know so talk me through the steps of what you did what did you do okay <laughs> so it, it it was it was almost a case of going right. I need to find something that I am going to enjoy. Yep. You know that I'm going to be passionate about from a from an exercise point of view. Yep. So I played football for 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 many many years up until my mid thirties. I then did a little bit of running and I ran, you know, a half marathon, and yep. then didn't really do any running after that. I tried cycling, all of these things, and then I thought to myself. I'm going to try um, hit hit training. So I was doing, you know, you know, body coach Joe Joe Wicks type stuff, and I thought actually this is really helping me here because it's it's 25, 30, 40 minutes out of my day. It's not a huge amount of time. I can do it in the morning, refreshed, go to work. So so that was the, the first thing, and then it was just looking at what I was eating, and and I probably moved to a. Uh, well, I am predominantly plant-based okay. uh, diet now, and it and it, that sort of helped with my wife being vegetarian. Um, so therefore, it made just that transition that little bit little bit easier. Yeah. Um, and that's those were the t- those were the two main things that I started I started doing really was to was to look at physical physical health from a fitness and and dietary point of view, yeah. uh, which obviously you know then has an impact on. Uh, you know, mental health and 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 emotional health and, uh, and and all that sort of stuff. And then I think, obviously, again, the 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 lockdown and that point where we were all told we could only actually go out of the house once. 
you sort of go right. I'm going to make that count. So as we were, as again, as we were discussing earlier, you know, we both enjoy getting out and about in in the fresh air in the in the countryside, yep. and so therefore there was this almost realization, and again, this might resonate with a lot with a number of the listeners, that there's all this fantastic stuff around us that we just take for granted all the time, yeah. and actually start ex- and start exploring. You know what's 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 around us, and and those were the, probably the three things that that were the main catalysts for me and my personal sort of change. Brilliant, yeah, and and interesting. So, so I'm going to ask you, and I hope it's okay to ask this question. So, you you spoke about your wife briefly in there, yeah, that your wife. So, so from her perspective, did, was she saying anything about you making these changes? Was there much in terms of sort of conversation around that? Did you feel supported in there as well? Uh, yeah, almost, most definitely, most definitely supported. Um, I think it was a, uh, yeah, it was it was a moment where not not that there was necessarily a um, a behavioural change, you know, manifesting in in that in that sense. But I certainly think there was a, you know, a, you know, should probably say I wasn't as happy. Mm-hmm. As, as you know, maybe as, 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 as I had as I had been, and I think that although that technically is a behavioural change, but you know what I mean. There was no, you know, um, snappiness or or, 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 or or things like that necessarily. But um, yeah, yeah, certainly she's you know hugely supportive. You know, and, uh, as we both are in terms of our own health journeys together, I suppose, and that's yeah. the that's the key thing. Yeah, brilliant. And you know, I, I think that's something that's really important for people to understand as well is often the people around us, and this is why I sort of was trying to establish that connection with you as well, is they tell us things that we sometimes don't want to listen to and we don't want to yeah. hear and we don't take notice of it. And then eventually we get to a point where we go, actually, they're probably quite accurate in what they're saying because they're seeing it. And you know, as much as we don't want to accept it, it's that demand. <laughs> yeah. It's everybody else. And I used to be like that, by the way, and that's where yeah. You know, on reflection, you go. Actually, what people were saying was probably that. Well, it is their truth, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. It, 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 I, we'll, I'll digress slightly, but that's just reminded me. You just reminded me of when I did my um, insights behavioural profile at, at, okay. at work. And for anybody who anybody who's not done that, you get quite a comprehensive, detailed sure. narrative about yourself and, and and what what makes you tick as an individual and how you can interact better with better with others. And and I remember reading that report, going, "That's not me." And then sort of, and, and then sort of passing it on to to, to my wife and her reading it and going, "That's, that's so- exactly you." <laughs> that denial thing, isn't it? We're all denying. It. Yeah. Who answered the questions? Who yeah. answered the questions? Right? So you're thinking, "Oh my god, they don't know anything about." Yeah. I think that's amazing. <laughs> so let's move forward the dial slightly. So obviously you were in corporate for a very long time, you know, so there's a lot of parallels in our world here, Dave. Actually, yeah. Know, your story and you're talking about leaving football when you're mid thirties, saying yeah. running. Yeah. No, I still run, but um, so yeah. what happened next then? So obviously you, you sort of left corporate world and there's a book behind you on the shelf, which yeah. as well for anybody that isn't watching this, they'll be listening going, I have no idea what that means. So we'll get to that. So tell me a bit about that journey then. So, so what changed for you? What did you want to do? How did you set it out? Yeah. So, so I suppose the, um, again, again, the, I took, um, I've been incredibly lucky that, uh, or, or privileged, should I say, to just been able to take a lot of positives out of what's been happening in the world over the last three years. And I know it's been a hugely difficult time for, you know, for, 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 for lots of people. And I think the business I was working in at the time the pandemic came along was it was hospitality. 
So we were shut down overnight yeah. on the, I think it was the, I think it was the 23rd of March, 2020. Um, and so therefore, whilst I was very, was, was senior in the organisation I was working in and we, we stayed working throughout, um, apart from a, a period of about three weeks, uh, there was a lot of time on my hands to, to sort of think about what I was doing. And at that point, going back to, you know, your question about what, what did I do as an individual? One of the other things I did was join a, a Facebook group called How To Be Brilliant, which was which is run by um, a gentleman called Michael Heppel, who's, who I had the privilege of seeing speak at a previous company, followed his journey. He launched this group. I joined it. And it was full of like-minded, passionate people who wanted to help everybody with whatever they could to get through the situation we found ourselves in. So I was sharing all the stuff I was doing from a health perspective. Um, And alongside that, I was then having people reaching out to me, either friends or friends of friends who had small businesses or or in some instances, large businesses. And they were saying to me, look, Dave, you work for a big PLC. You know, uh, we need some help understanding furlough schemes, sea bills, loans, business rates, and, uh, you know, and, and, and whilst that wasn't my bag, I'm, yes, I'm a qualified um, qualified accountant, but um, it's fair to say I've done now uh, proper accountancy since I passed my exams, <laughs> 20 plus years. Parallel worlds, yeah. Yeah, 20, 20, plus, 20 plus years yeah. ago, I've been very much more in the commercial business partnering, helping people understand the, the impact of their decisions on the commercial aspects of the business. And um, so, but I was signposting them to the right places. And so that carried on for about six months. And alongside that, I was still sharing all the fitness stuff. And then Michael came to me and said, oh, I'm launching something called Write That Book Masterclass to help people who want to write a book. Uh, and I said, well, I've got no interest in writing a book sort yeah. of um, at that point. And, he, and, and we sort of, you know, I said, well, I'll join the pop-up group. Uh, and, and, and within a week, so this would have been, October 2020 now I've been helping loads of small businesses done this pop-up group and by the end of that week I've designed the front cover of my book got the title written the first chapter and won a competition for Michael to write the forward for it so at the end of that week I couldn't really turn back then and and, and to to write to write the book so I started writing the book in October 2020 that's all about practical solutions for people to help improve their physical mental and emotional well-being Um, and I I always describe it as it's a a regular book for regular people written by a regular bloke so you know it's it's some very straightforward techniques all of which I've tried yeah um, some of which stuck some of which haven't but I've made sure I've shared everything that that I've I've tried or what's what's inspired me to make the differences within within the book so that was my 2021 I published the book so it's coming up to be nearly two years old now um, and alongside that you know I was trying to do my day job and people were then reaching back out to me at the point we were sort of unwinding or starting to unwind from the restrictions in the UK to say right my business has been flying I need some support strategically about what a plan might look like or people were coming to me going I need to work out how to survive uh, and we're willing to pay you you know, and, and, you know what you know, and I'm sort of thinking, sitting here thinking, oh, there's something, there's something in this. I'm helping the community that's that's, that's helped me get to where I am today, yeah. um, and and things like that. So I started exploring that being a business model for me, essentially, uh, and that's what. And then eventually, come September of last year, I transitioned out of the corporate world completely and and, and went full time with 
with my with my business consultancy, which has got the same name as uh, as my book, because my business consultancy, as I said in the intro, is about building better businesses. But I'll describe it as being around their um, their commercial health and and their people being the most important asset. And therefore, how do we apply? You know, you, you, you know, in your your world, how do we apply? the health and well-being aspect to the people in the organisation to get them to be the best versions that they can be to help improve the business. And that and that's essentially where going from the, the lifestyle change in sort of December 2019, Jan 2020 to effectively now where I am. Um, yeah. It's great. What, what an incredible journey. <laughs> I love it. I love it. The fact that you said there was never a book, you know, it was, it, we weren't going to do a book and then you it, look what happened. And now you have a book and, and the, yeah. the book title is uh, fueled fit and fired up. Is that right? That's right. That's correct. Yes. And doesn't, and you know, it's, it's not quite easy to see it. Um, I don't know if you want to reach around and grab it. And show yeah. It. I'll just, I'll just, I'll, yeah, I'll just grab that up. Yeah, oh, so. There you go. Just take the invitation. There you go. <laughs> um, but that's Shall, yeah. Yeah, shameless plugging. I love it when people have their books in the background. You know, I, need to, I definitely need to write. I need to write a book about these stories because I've just found this. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so fascinating to hear people's journeys. And and so so a new life was created in the last you know months. Um, a new world, new workspace, new environment for you. How have you felt about that? How how's the journey been so far? Because it's always lovely to hear about new businesses coming out. Yeah, it's it's been it's been really. The word I would use to describe it is liberating. I think. Yeah. Hello. Um, and, and just because, and that sort of whole sort of flexibility that it gives me to be able to go and help whoever I want, whenever I want and widen my, um, I suppose widen my knowledge. And because I'm such a curious individual that allows me to go and like we're speaking today, I'm I'm recording this podcast and meet new people. And again, the. The, the virtual world that we now live in allows us to expand our networks, you know, yeah. a, a, a ever more and be able to speak to various different peoples and work remotely with organisations and, 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 and things like that. And I think it, it's really, I think I've really found my passion and purpose Brilliant. Yeah. In, 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 in life. And, and I think the one thing I would say again is, um, you know, it shows to me as well, that it doesn't matter how old you are, <laughs> you can go, you can, you can, you can find a new passion in life and 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 actually realise, you know, something. Whilst I, you know, and it wasn't that I'd necessarily fallen out of love with the business I worked with, the job I was doing, the industry I was working in. It was just I found something that I'm more, you know, passionate about, and I can work. I can work. It was interesting because one of the conversations I had with I think it was possibly with my wife actually again was around it's not about me not wanting to work full time it's about me not wanting to work full time for the same organization Mm. and trying to impart all the knowledge that you know and again like you will have gained over your time in the corporate world that knowledge that we gain and those frameworks that we operate within and all of those sort of things actually going how can I help other businesses get better by sharing that knowledge with them Mm. and that's and that's what it's all about Brilliant. I love that. So, you know, let me let me just touch on anxiety a little bit. So being a solo yeah. entrepreneur or an entrepreneur or whatever you want to determine your your <laughs> life is now, you know, yeah. yourself, I guess, is probably the best way. To yeah. It. What anxieties do you have now or are they gone because of where you've created? Do you think? Um, I, I think it would be very re- remiss of me not to, you know, touch on the fact, you know, there is a um, 
a, a, you know, a, a commercial and financial pressure that comes from starting your own business. Yeah. And, and, but I think again, is I've been, I've been privileged to work with a number of fantastic people in all the organizations I've worked with before who have also taken a very similar journey. Okay. You know, some have been doing it for 10, 15 years. Some have been doing it for five years. And I've got those within my network to be able to, uh, I suppose, lean on, sort of almost try and gain as much knowledge as, as I, was, I was curious about all the challenges they faced yeah, to go, right, okay, so what can I do to try and try and mitigate, you know, some of those things to to avoid that, um, you know, to, to avoid anxiety. But I would say, the, the, the that's the only thing really is the commercial and financial aspect to it to, of it because I don't feel there's any uh, I don't feel like I'm working. Mm-hmm. I get again, that. Should, totally yeah, get that. Yeah, yeah, you know that that the, it's it, it's not it's not work anymore. It's 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 my you know life and it's the balance that I've created with my life allows me to do these fantastic things and work with these fantastic people and, and businesses. It's, it's so fascinating and we're going into a little bit of the psychology of life and business now and and I think the whole element of when you find your passion and your purpose you you know money will come you will attract things to that you will you know albeit you can't necessarily see exactly what that looks like yet because you can't it's very difficult to forecast in the sort of work that we do especially where your your product is passion and yeah <laughs> very much in that space and what you want people to do is connect to that and then they will pay you in you know, like like you yeah. see people coming to you and saying can you come and work with me and we'll pay you and you sort of yeah. go yeah of course but how much you, what are you buying from me and what is it it's, i i i find that really fascinating because you know if you're really passionate people will feel that and they'll see that and they'll 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 connect to it and i think that's the difference between the corporate world sometimes and and this space that we're you know we're obviously both in a very similar space in many ways um yeah and many different things I, you know i just found this so so in in interesting and inspiring and what i love is you've used this word a few times is is being curious or curiosity yeah. you want to use depending how you want to frame it but but it's that continuation of the curiosity that's so important yeah bill here's a question just just throwing it out there and sort of you know we've got a few minutes left on this do you feel when you were in the corporate world you lost your curiosity uh i don't think i did but I don't think I used it or, or no, I don't think I used it as much as I could have done to make a difference. Right. Be- because I think because of the types of roles I worked in in the corporate world, I was working very much with the other non-financial sort of support services within a business. I had to be naturally curious to understand how the business operated, what they were trying okay. to achieve, yeah. what they were looking for, what their goals were. So from a, I was always asking questions and, and, and I was always sort of, you know, I'd like to think I was always somebody that other people within the business would come to for an opinion because they knew I knew so much about the business. Mm. But I think there's a difference between knowing everything about how the business operates and then really using that to make a difference. Yes. But that goes back to your point about, you know, the business has got to be uh, in a place where that is accepting, you know, continual change or wanting to change or or new innovative ways of working. And actually, if, that, if a business isn't in that space, then having somebody who's coming up with lots of curiosity and good ideas, doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't mesh, it doesn't necessarily mesh together again. Whereas, um yeah i think whereas now 
that curiosity, I'm deliberately choosing people who have asked me to, to for their, my opinion. So therefore, I know that they're open to my ideas and suggestions. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think curiosity is, is, well, I'm just giving my perspective and, and I really appreciate your response there as well, is curiosity is something that we lose sometimes when we're in a moment of, you know, I think back to a corporate career, knowing my role, knowing what I was doing, maybe I wasn't interested in learning too much else. And curiosity yeah. sort of like was was lower. Now I'm really curious. And like you, I want to know everything about everything as much as I can. And, you know, I want to be aware of everything that's coming. I want to know how to support people better. I want to learn about things like neurodiversity and mental health and all the other mm. topics that we're covering, you know, in simpler. And, 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 and I think that my curiosity has been rekindled since I left corporate world. And I think that's where sometimes people struggle. You know, and, and and I think what you're doing and what you've got with your book and your program and the things that you work with, from my perspective, is about helping people to rekindle more about curiosity around life, what yeah. it's about, how to look after yourself, how to work it. I don't know. Is that a fair fair assessment of where we are? Uh, yeah, I, I think I think that's fair. And I think also as well is, is that when you are working for uh, you know, when you are an employee of a single business, yeah. there is probably a point where. Not quite. You've learnt everything about that business, but I think as you as you will appreciate with the range of clients you guys work with and the range of clients I work with, is you actually start going into different sectors that you've never worked in before. Yeah. You know. So so what you know during my corporate career, I was very, you know again I was very privileged to be able to work in construction, car manufacturing, contracting, hospitality for a, bit, a long length of time that covered finance, operations, marketing, you know, all different areas. But coming out of that and then being able to go, well, I've got a range of clients that are, you know, a family-owned riding school, a security business, a property business, an education technology provider. You know, there's all, all these things, all of a sudden you just go, these are, you know, you'd, you'd never go anywhere, anywhere near it. And I think going back to your, your comment about curiosity and sort of losing it, I think that for me goes hand in hand with creativity as well. Mm, and, yes. you know, if you think about sort of, um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not frightened to say this on this podcast here, but I'm a big fan of Lego. Okay. And, 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 and I still build and I still, you know, use Lego as a way of going, you know, being curious about, well, how have they, how have they designed that? How are they building that? How have they created that? And I think sometimes we have to go back to be a little bit more childlike in some regards around that, you know, you know, anybody, anybody, anybody who's got, you know, got kids, whether they, whether they're young or grown up can probably, you know, think about that time where they're going, why, why is that? What's that all about? Why is this? Why is that like that? And, and that whole childlike approach to whether it be curiosity, creativity, play, all of those things, I think we, you're quite right. We lose those, and if we can get those back in whatever we're doing in life, then we're gonna we're gonna all live better lives and probably get better results from it as well. Brilliant, I love that. And you know what? I'm I'm all on board with the whole Lego thing. I've I've played with Lego forever. <laughs> you know, my my mum has a big box of Lego from when I was a little mother were little boys. You know, and, <laughs> yeah. and again, if we're together down there, the box of Lego comes out, and I'm going to a pretty mean Lego house. So um, you know, yeah. it's, it's amazing. But you're right, and I think that that is so true. Curiosity, creativity, rekindling that sort of play element is, mm -hmm. is something that I. I guess right now is really hard for people as well. And, you know, we could, we, I, I could carry on this conversation with you for, for forever. You know, it feels like we're, we're so similar in our thoughts and approach. Yeah. Um, 
we are coming towards the end of this conversation, unfortunately, Dave, because we do have to wrap up at some point. Um, but before we close, I'm going to sort of throw it to you to say any final thoughts, quotes, inspiration you want to share with people out there. I will sort of throw it over to the guests to say that you close the call or close the uh, conversation. So anything, yeah. final thoughts? Yeah, I, I think I think for me, it's it's about being okay, not being perfect. And I talk about this a little bit in the book around actually, you know, a health journey hasn't got to be, or, or, or any journey actually, but I'm going to use the health health journey particularly given the subject matter we've been speaking about today, hasn't got to be, you know, 100% clean living all day, every day. And, and you know, there's the te techniques that I talk about in the book, one of which is called Beat the Week. And that's probably the bit I'd like to leave the audience with is like, you know, make, just make sure you're having more good days than bad days. When whatever you're doing, whether it be exercising, whether it be eating healthy, whether it be doing fantastic stuff in your business, whether it be fantastic stuff with your family, it doesn't matter. Just make sure that you're having more good days than bad days. And, and you know, that will move you in the right direction. Brilliant. I love that. Great closing thought. More good days than bad days. So I'm definitely signing up to that one, preferably seven <laughs> out of seven are good days. Um, but, you know, five, six days out of seven, mm. not bad going. Right. Um, brilliant stuff. Dave, thank you so much for joining me on this. I really do appreciate it. And I've, I've loved your insights. I've loved your thoughts. Um, you know, everybody out there, check out Dave's work. I will drop the links into this as well. Check out that Fueled Fit and Fired Up book as well. Um, it's written by Dave's fair hand. <laughs> great insights and uh, great ideas. So, Thank you so much, Dave. Really appreciate it. Look after yourself. Take care. All the best of luck for the future. And uh, yeah, I look forward to, uh, to following your journey as well. Yeah, cheers, Matt. Thank you very much for your time today. You're welcome. Bye now.